Hey, Jen Banks here. This is the podcast A is for Adversity, and I'm going to talk about being more intentional about our thoughts and our goals so we can make our lives happen instead of letting life happen to us. This is episode number 18, Questions and Answers. The sponsor for this episode is Matt King. Check him out on Facebook or Instagram using the hashtag Kings Carving. That's carving with a K. Love the alliteration, Matt. Visit the hashtag for ideas or come up with your own, and he will partner with you to create that vision. This past year for Christmas, he gave my mom a homemade wooden ladder to display her quilts on. It turned out so gorgeous. Contact him today. The format for this episode will be a little bit different. I've chosen to turn this into a Q&A episode, and in my quote book, this section is titled Quotes Miscellaneous, so it works out. With each question that I will answer, I will, of course, add a quote as well. Would you expect anything else? I've also chosen to keep all questions anonymous. If you have any questions in the future, feel free to reach out to me and I'll include them in a future episode. Thanks again to all of you who submitted questions. The first question says, what made you want to start a podcast? I answered this a little bit in the introduction episode, but I feel like there's more to expound on and my reasons may have changed if (laughs) that makes any sense. I'm sure I sound like a dead horse by now, but Jody Moore for sure has inspired me to live life to the fullest and reach more goals than I ever would have otherwise. A podcast was not something I dreamed about for years. It kind of just happened over time. Suddenly I had more reasons to start one than not to start one. It would be a dream come true to get my quote book published. There are a lot of complications since the quotes are not my own. So I've been researching copyright and all that fun stuff but I figured a podcast might help that process along. If by some chance this podcast gets really big, an editor might reach out to me and ask to get this quote book published. And if not, oh well, it was worth a try. I kind of added a second part to this question, and it's, why do I keep doing a podcast? Call me crazy, but I love giving talks in church. I'm known to ask the bishop if my husband and I can volunteer to speak. (laughs) So these podcast episodes are kind of a way to fulfill that desire. Also, Jody Moore talks a lot about consumption versus creation. While there is so much in this world to consume and read and listen to and take in, it's important to balance that with creation, putting things out into the world, making things that are our own, putting our stamp on the world, leaving our mark, those types of things. And by doing this podcast, I feel like I'm contributing in a way. It will also be fun to look back on as sort of a history of how I felt at this time in my life. And it's become a hobby, something I do for self-care and in my free time. I'm so grateful to Jared for his help with the kids so that I am able to do this every week. Oftentimes, he's the one who says, do you want to go work on your podcast? And I love that so much. We're all here to support each other in our dreams. Okay, so the quote for this section is... When I quote others, I do so in order to express my own ideas more clearly. And that's by Michael D. Montaigne. Some of these quotes might be a stretch, but I felt like this one fit because it goes back to the fact that I feel like I'm more resourceful rather than creative myself. Each quote that I find or use helps me put into words the thoughts in my head. Okay, the next question This one says, what is the hardest part about doing a podcast? 
I would definitely say getting the word out is the hardest part. I'm definitely not a marketer and I'm not trying to be, but it would still be nice to see more downloads. (laughs) Maybe in the future I'll hire a marketer, but my main purpose isn't to monetize this podcast, so I'm not really concerned about it. Plus, it kind of makes me uncomfortable to market, so I pretty much do the bare minimum as I see it to share this podcast and not be too aggressive about it. Though recently I did order some vinyl for the back of my car from my sister-in-law that says A is for Adversity Podcast, so maybe that will generate some more listeners. I really appreciate those of you that have shared this podcast because you can reach people that I don't even know. I know personally that this podcast has helped one person. Obviously, it could be more, but the fact that I know that helps me keep going. And also, I guess it's helped two people for sure, definitely 100%, because it's also helped me. If it has helped you, please leave a review so it can help others or share it with a friend by word of mouth. I try to only look at my podcast stats when I get the weekly email about the number of downloads because I know that I can't base my validation on external results. The quote for this section is, Yard by yard, it's hard. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. It's not hard to do a podcast, but it's hard to do a podcast. (laughs) You feel me? (laughs) Following the steps, it's easy. I just write an outline, I record, I edit, I publish. That's easy. But it's hard in that I'm putting myself out there, I'm sharing vulnerable things, I'm trying to gain more listeners and reach a certain audience, but when it comes down to it fundamentally, it's not hard. And I also like that quote because it applies to a lot of other things in our lives, both good and bad. For example, being religious is not hard. You read your scriptures, you go to church, you pray. All those things are easy, but when you add them all up, maybe that's what makes it hard. So just break it down and keep doing the little things And in the end, those are the big things. Same with bad things, though. A lot of times it's not very hard to make a little mistake or tell a little lie. And before you know it, you get going and you're down a path you don't want to be on. I'm excited for this next question because it's directed more towards content rather than semantics of a podcast. And it says, how do you acknowledge your worth? And I asked this person to clarify if they were asking about me personally or in general. And they said, both, why not? (laughs) So first of all, our value does not increase or decrease. Let me say that again. Our value does not increase or decrease. We were all born as children of God. We are immeasurably valuable and there's nothing we can do to increase that. We're not better than others. Our value does not improve because of our actions or because of our thoughts or the way we are. And similarly, it does not decrease by our sins or our mistakes, our choices, our interactions, nothing. Our value stays the same infinitely and eternally. So remember that. (laughs) And a lot of times we know that with our higher brain, but it's our lower brain that gets in the way. It's our lower brain that causes us to compare ourselves to others or feel bad about ourselves to see our flaws more clearly. It's our higher brain that kind of steps in and reminds us how valuable we are. Growing up as a young woman, one of my favorite scriptures was Proverbs chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. 
in Proverbs, it's referring to knowledge. Knowledge is kind of personified as the she, but I love to apply this to my life and my value as a woman, that I'm not to be compared to anything and that I'm way more important than anything that can be purchased or obtained. As for me personally, I've always thought I'm a little conceited or self-centered. Isn't there some of that in all of us? But I feel like that's contributed to knowing my value. I am my best friend. I think I'm awesome. I think my ideas are cool. (laughs) And that's not such a bad thing if it's contributed to my self-worth, right? As long as I don't go parading it around to others. (laughs) Truly, I speak to myself in the mirror and tell myself how great I am, how great I look, and again, remind myself of that value. Malcolm Forbes said, too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. I agree with that. It's way easier to focus on what we are not rather than what we are. This question says, what if I'm not a member of your church and don't want to be? Hey, it is all good. Just take what you want from the podcast and leave the rest. Also, I think many people don't realize that Mormons or members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are Christians. We worship Jesus Christ. Not Joseph Smith, not the Book of Mormon, we're not a cult. But if we still don't see eye-to-eye religiously, that's totally fine. My goal is not to convert you or force you to see things my way. I'm just here to offer thoughts and be an uplifting voice in the world. I have many religious quotes that are not from members of the church. The following is by Corey Ten Boom in The Hiding Place, which I highly recommend. And she says, Every experience God gives us, every person he puts in our lives, is the perfect preparation for the future that only he can see. Next, why didn't you go to the life coach school? Well, the biggest reason is definitely money. It's $18,000 to go to the life coach school. But I would certainly love to someday. Maybe that's in the cards for me. Maybe it's not. But I would be much more inclined to go if I felt like it would be beneficial financially. I don't want that to be my main side gig, that being life coaching. So I don't really see the need to do that. I know it would be a great experience and I would learn a lot. But like I said, I don't really want to be a life coach full time. Still, if you want someone to talk to or would love a free resource, I got you. Let's bounce ideas off of each other, and I know I would learn something too. Like I said, sometimes the quotes that I find for each of these sections is a stretch, but I basically just searched the document until I found something that was applicable. (laughs) So this one is about money, and it says, With money you can buy a house, but not a home. A bed, but not sleep. A book, but not knowledge. A clock, but not time. A doctor, but not good health. A position, but not respect. And I think that goes along with what I was talking about because even if I went to the life coach school, who says it would make me successful and marketable? I know many respectable people who didn't gain any formal education. Okay, how long does it take you to edit? I would say about a half an hour, depending on the episode length and the content or how many mistakes I made. The biggest thing that I edit out are pauses. I've kind of, hopefully, trained myself not to use fillers, such as like or um. Instead, I just have a lot of silent pauses while I'm gathering my thoughts. So if you were to listen to one of these unedited, it would be extremely full of pauses. (laughs) Silence. 
The next two questions also go along with editing, so I won't share the quote until the end of the next two questions. Is the entire episode scripted? No, just bullet points. I usually do an outline that's about two pages, one front and back, unless I have a story to tell, then that would be a little bit less because I know the story would take up some room. And it takes me about 15 to 30 minutes to write an outline, about 20 to 30 minutes to record and 30 minutes to edit. So all in all, about an hour and a half to two hours, I would say, just because I dawdle or think or, like I said, gather my thoughts. Okay, and how many seasons are you going to do? Not sure at this point, but I would love to keep going forever. I have plans for season two, so stay tuned. But that's about as far as I've got. <laughs> so, like I said, the quote will be for editing. And I couldn't really find a quote about editing, so I typed in the word fix. And a quote about a relationship came up, but I feel like it's still applicable, so stay with me. It says, a relationship is like a house. When a light bulb is burned out, you don't go and buy a new house. You fix the light bulb. And that's how the podcast episodes are. If I make mistakes, I don't just start a whole new episode. I just edit them out. So, like I said, kind of a stretch. Another one I found, I typed in the word better as in making the episode better. And it said, if better is possible, good is not enough. And that's not applicable in every situation because sometimes our quote unquote good is good enough and that's all we can do. And that's great because we're doing something. But sometimes with our character, if better is possible, good is not enough. We want to leave the world better than we found it. We want to be the best people we can be and not give excuses. So I kind of like that one as well. Okay, only three more questions. Thank you for staying with me. I know it's kind of a different episode. Props for sticking with it. This was actually a question I had, and I wrote down, how do people generate more content for a podcast? As Jody Moore always says, the eye sees what the mind looks for. If you're constantly looking for ideas, you'll find them. I've really sharpened my podcast lens and thought, oh, I can share that in the podcast. And it makes it easier to find things. I feel like a lot of people operate that way. I follow Paula Kuka, the common wild on Instagram, and she is always posting little illustrations about motherhood and that's what she's always looking for. So that's what she finds and that's what she writes down. Also, Matthew Dix in the M episode that I talked about when I introduced storytelling, he does something called homework for life where he writes down the most story worthy moment of his day. It is in that way that he's developed his storytelling lens. The quote I have for this question is, sometimes it's just so perfect, that little sentence you read or that quote you stumble upon, every now and then a song will seem so much more than it did a few months ago. At that very moment, it's the exact thing you need to hear or see. Sometimes it just explains everything you feel. And I feel like it's like that with our lives. We're evolving and changing and something will mean more to us than it used to or we'll notice something that we wouldn't have before. Okay, next. A few people have asked me for podcast recommendations, so I thought I would share with you my five most favorite podcasts. Number one is Better Than Happy by Jody Moore. Number two is All In, a podcast about LDS living and what it means to be all in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Three in 30, which is three takeaways for busy moms, and the episode lengths are 30 minutes, hence the name Three in 30. Speak Up Storytelling by Matthew Dix, 
He and his wife host a show where they have storytellers, and so he includes a story from a previous show in a podcast, and then he and his wife kind of critique it and share tips on storytelling in each episode. That podcast, you might want to know, is an hour each for the episode, so it's a little long-winded, but I still love it. And number five is The Moth. The Moth is a podcast where regular, everyday people share true stories from their lives, so kind of similar to the Speak Up Storytelling podcast, but it's just stories, no critiquing, no stopping. It's about three or four stories in each one. Unfortunately, every so often you'll get an explicit episode where there are swear words, but for the most part, they're really great stories with people sharing a transformation of some sort in their lives. And with my podcast recommendations, shared joy is double joy. Shared sorrow is half a sorrow, and that's a Swedish proverb. The podcasts I listen to have made me so happy and have made my life so much more fulfilling, so I know they would be the same for you. Share with me your favorite podcasts. And before your weekly wisdom, I would like to ask you a question. What are some topics you'd like to hear on this podcast, either in this season or the next? Reach out to me and let me know. I'd love to hear what you want to hear about. This quote is from Wicked. I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason, bringing something we must learn, and we are led to those who will help us if we let them, and we help them in return. Your weekly wisdom is just one of those miscellaneous quotes. Frogs are lucky. They can eat what bugs them. Have a great week, and thank you as always for listening.